0: We finished Second Samuel, but that's not the finish of David. David uh, has taken his census, suffered the plague that the Lord brought upon Israel for his sin, and we have thousands that are dying for the penalty of sin. Sin is nothing more than open rebellion against God, and sin has a consequence. The original sin, the fall by Adam and Eve, brought about a break in the relationship between God and man. We see there that Adam chose to disobey God, his creator. And this brought about the curse, the penalty for choosing disobedience to God and his command. He he gave him one command, one command to Adam one do not, don't eat of the tree of knowledge. Adam ate. (laughs) And as Adam's descendants were born into sin, we have no choice. We are born into disobedience of God. An inheritance, a rebellion against God. You might say it's our born-in nature. Our DNA is a sinful one. We need a Redeemer. And that's where Jesus came on, paid the penalty for our sins, And he paid them on the cross, dying in our place. So when we read about Israel dying from a plague, a plague from God because of sin. Understand, sin has a result and that is death. As human beings, we're not good people who happen to sin. We are sinners acting out our natural nature. Contrary to God's perfect holiness. And the brutality of the cross of Christ is a reminder of our need, our personal need, to be atoned for by Jesus, the only sinless one. And David, after his sin, he offers sacrifices. He buys uh, the threshing floor of Aruna, and he builds an altar there. and God accepts David's sacrifice of animals for oxen, or oxen. And the prayers of David are now heard by God, and the death plague is lifted from Israel. And so we find David. Now he's an old man. He's around 70. <laughs> what does that make me? Anyway, he's exhausted. He has no vitality that remains in him. But David isn't done. He has one more responsibility. And so we have to go to 1 Kings chapter 1. It's a long chapter, and we're going to make that reading here in a second. And in this chapter, David is told what he really has to do that he promised to appoint another king in his place. 1 Kings chapter 1. Now David was old, advanced in years, and they put covers on him, but he could not get warm. Therefore his servants said to him, let a young woman, a virgin, be sought out for the Lord our king, and let her stand before the king, and let her care for him, and let her lie in his bosom that our Lord the king may be warm. So they, brought, so they sought for a lovely young woman throughout all the territory of Israel and found Abishag the Shunammite and brought her to the king. The young woman was very lovely and she cared for the king and served him, but the king did not know her. Then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. And he prepared for himself chariots and horsemen and 50 men to run before him. And his father had not rebuked him at any time by saying, Why have you done so? He was also very good-looking. His mother had borne him after Absalom. Then he conferred with Joab, the son of Zuriah, and with Abathar the priest, and they followed and helped Adonijah. But Zadok the priest, Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, Nathan the prophet, Shimei, Re and the mighty men who belonged to David were not with Adonijah. And Adonijah sacrificed sheep and oxen and fatted cattle by the son of Zoheleth, which is by Enrogi, and he was also invited all his brothers, the king's sons, and all the men of Judah, the king's servants. But he did not invite Nathan, the prophet, or Beniah the mighty men, or Solomon, his brother. So Nathan spoke to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Have you not heard that Adonijah, the son of Haggith, has become king, and David our Lord does not know it? Come, please, let us now ge- Let me now give you advice that you may save your own life and the life of your son Solomon. Nathan comes to Bathsheba and he gives her a warning of what is about to take place. And he says, go to the king immediately and say to David, Didn't you not, my lord, O king, swear to your maidservant, saying, Assuredly, your son Solomon shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne. Why then has Adonijah become king? Then while you are still talking there with the king, I also will come in after you and confirm your words. So Bathsheba went into the chamber of the king. Now the king was very old. And Abishag, the Shunammite, was there serving the king. And Bathsheba bowed and did homage to the king. Then the king says, What is your wish? Then she said to him, My lord, you swore by the Lord your God to your maidservant, saying, Assuredly, Solomon, your son, shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne. So now look, Adonijah has become king, and now, my lord the king, you do not know about this. He has sacrificed oxen and fatted cattle and sheep in abundance, and has invited the sons of the king, Abathar the priest, Joab, the commander of the army, but Solomon your servant was not invited. And as for you, O Lord my king, the eyes of all of Israel are on you, that you should tell them who will sit on the throne of my lord the king after him otherwise it will happen when my lord the king rests with his fathers that I and my son solomon will be counted as offenders and just then while she was still talking the king to the king nathan the prophet also came in so they told the king saying here is nathan the prophet and when he came in before the king, he bowed down before the king with his face to the ground. And Nathan said, My lord, O king, have you said Adonijah shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne? And he has gone down today, and he has sacrificed oxen and fatted cattle, sheep in abundance, and has invited all the king's sons and the commanders of the army, Abathar the priest, and look." They are eating and drinking before him, and they say, Long live, King Adonijah. But he has not invited me, me, your servant, nor Zadok the priest, nor Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, nor your servant Solomon. Has this thing been done by my lord the king? You have not told your servant who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Nathan is asking, David, is this of your doings? Then King David answered and said, Call Bathsheba, call her to me. So she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. And the king took an oath and said, As the Lord lives, who has redeemed my life from every distress, just as I swore to you by the Lord God of Israel, saying, Assuredly Solomon your son shall be king after me And he shall sit on my throne in my place So I will certainly will do that this day Then Bathsheba bowed her face to the earth And paid homage to the king and said Let my lord king David live forever And king David said Call me Zadok the priest Nathan the prophet Benaiah the son of Jehoiada So they came before the king. Then the king also said to him, Take with you the servants of your Lord, and have Solomon my son ride on my own mule, and take him down to Gihon. Then let Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint him king over Israel, and blow the horn, and say, Long live King Solomon. Then you shall come, up after him, and he shall come and sit on my throne, and he shall be king in my place, for I have anointed him to rule over Israel and Judah. Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, answered the king and said, Amen. May the Lord God of my lord the king say so also. And as the Lord has been with my lord the king, even so may he be with Solomon. And take his throne <clears throat> greater than the throne of my lord king David. So Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, the Chisraelites and the Pelasites went down and, Solomon's <clears throat> and had Solomon ride on the king David's mule and took him to Gahon. Then Zadok the priest took a horn of oil from the tabernacle and he anointed Solomon. And they blew the horn, and the people said, Long live King Solomon. And all the people went up after him, and the people played the flutes and rejoiced with great joy, so that the earth seemed to split with their sound. Now Adonijah and all the guests who were with him heard it as, <clears throat> it as they finished eating. And when Joab heard the sound of the horn, he said, Why is the city in such a noisy uproar? And while he was still speaking, there came Jonathan, the son of Abathar, the priest. And Adonijah said to him, Come in, for you are a prominent man, and bring good news. Then Jonathan answered and said to Adonijah, No, but our Lord King David has made Solomon king. Then the king sent with him Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, the Chisraelites, the pitiless sight, and they made him ride on the king's mule. So Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king at Gihon, and they have gone up from there rejoicing so that the city is in an uproar. This is the noise that you heard. And Solomon sits on the throne of the kingdom. And more of the king's servants have gone to bless our Lord King David, saying, May God make the name of Solomon better than your name, and may he make his throne greater than your throne. Then the king bowed himself on his bed. Also the king said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who has given me one to sit on my throne this day while my eyes see it. So all the guests who were with Adonijah, were afraid, and arose, and each one went his way. Now Adonijah was afraid of Solomon, so he arose, and he went, and he took hold of the horns of the altar. And it was told Solomon, saying, Indeed, Adonijah is afraid of King Solomon, for look, he has taken hold of the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear to me today that he will not put his servant to death with the sword. Then Solomon said, if he proves himself worthy, a worthy man, not one hair of him shall fall to the earth. But if wickedness is found in him, he shall die. So King Solomon sent them to bring him down from the altar. And he came down and fell before the king, King Solomon. And Solomon said to him, go to your house. That was a long reading. David is old. He can't get warm. So the servants of David, they find him this young virgin, and she's like a heating blanket for him to keep David warm while he sleeps. This was strictly a platonic relationship. No sex was involved whatsoever. However, David's son Adonijah appoints himself as the new king, because David is now inactive, and he's a very old man. Adonijah, he has this big coming out party. He invites all the brothers that he has except Solomon. Nor does Adonijah, he doesn't invite Nathan the prophet, Benaiah, or David's mighty men of valor. He's leaving out David's inside group. Nathan hears of this he goes to Bathsheba Sheba and he gives her counsel Go into David and remind him of his promise to make Solomon your son king And I will come in and confirm your words to the king And they inform David Bathsheba and Nathan that Adonijah is taking over as king, and Joab, your general of your army, and Abathar the priest, they are with him. And David, all of Israel is watching you to see what you will do. What is your reaction to this? And by the way, David, Solomon, your son, and Bathsheba, your wife, Their lives will be in danger when Adonijah solidifies his power. When he gets into a position of power, Bathsheba and Solomon, their very lives will be worth nothing. David is made aware of this, of how Adonijah is in the process of declaring himself as king. David, he gives orders. Take Solomon, my son, and place him on my mule and go to Gihon. To ride on a mule was a symbol of humility. How did Jesus go into Jerusalem and his triumphal entry? On a donkey. A, a, A humble animal. Now... Many kings rode around on horses and stallions. But no, Solomon is to ride in on a mule humbly before the Lord. And have Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint Solomon as king. Blow the horn. Announce this and say, long live King Solomon. This anointing of Solomon... Resonates with all the people and they shout out with a loud voice, Long live King Solomon. And there's great rejoicing in Gihon as Solomon is received as king. Jonathan, not not Saul's son, but another Jonathan, he brings word to Adonijah. Adonijah. King David has made Solomon king, and everybody is rejoicing over King Solomon. This news breaks up the party that Adonijah is having. And all his honored guests, all those that he invited, all the important people, they flee now from this party, and they flee in fear. Adonijah, he is also afraid. And he goes to the tabernacle, takes hold of the horns of the altar, and he pleads for his very life. And he pleads to Solomon, do not kill me with the sword. Solomon has a word for Adonijah. Go to your house. Go to your room, little boy. No, go to your house, but be careful not to act wickedly. And David gives Solomon, who is only about 16 years old at this time, and he gives him a word of advice. Obey and walk in the statutes and commandments of the Lord your God. And David dies. And he dies after ruling Israel 40 years. 40 years he ruled over Israel. But now it's over. And now Solomon, at a very young age, just a teenager, begins his reign as king. David, the valiant warrior king, the psalmist of Israel, goes the way of all men. And he dies and is buried in the city of David. But when we look at David's life, I'm struck by his humble beginning. He was watching over his father's sheep out in the wilderness. And this was by God's design. A lowly job that his brothers looked upon him as just almost like a hired hand, not as a brother. And he watches the family sheep. That job was given to the lowest one in the family. It was a menial type job. But David is out there and he's learning to hear from God. Out in a lonely, desolate wilderness. And in his boredom, you might say, he learns how to throw a stone with a sling. He learns how to protect the sheep. He protects them from lions and and bears and wild beasts. And God is developing in David a heart that after it is after his own heart. And the lessons that David learned while being a shepherd are those. ...that God wants to instill in him for when he becomes king. And they served him well. Those lessons that he learned out there as a shepherd served him well as king of Israel. Now, most of you know, I happen to have a few cows. Yep, I do. Mr. Bull came and visited my cows about mm, almost a year ago, and now the calves are being born. (laughs) Had one born yesterday, or Friday. And to see how a mother cow and a calf, how they bond so quickly and so naturally, has been a lesson for me. I just marvel every time I see... A brand new calf, minutes old, will get up on its feet and begin to seek out his mother to nurse. And the mother will moo at him, not a bellering moo, but just a kind of a grunt moo. And that calf recognizes its mother's voice. And that bond is born there. Can you imagine David as a youth out in the wilderness? He's looking over the sheep of his father, a flock of sheep. And he's being responsible for their well-being. And this knowledge that is put into David, how to shepherd sheep... As he will do as king over Israel. David was known as the Good Shepherd. Our Lord is known as the Good Shepherd. David to me his greatest moment came in when he was king, when he was told that Messiah would be in his lineage, that he would come from his own uh, body. Messiah, Jesus, was known as the son of David. What an honor for David. What a glorious honor for David. And David is overwhelmed with this. And David asks God, who am I that you would be so... Consider it so uh, blessed, am I that you would even think of bringing forth Messiah through my lineage? Who am I that you bless this way? As Christians, we are known to be followers of Jesus. Who are we? that God would bless us by allowing us to go by the name Christian. A true blessing from God to be called a Christian, a follower of Christ. Consider that we get to carry the name of our Lord Jesus, and what a blessing that is! We get to be a witness as unto the Lord Jesus. Let me get you to stand. And we'll close in prayer. Next week, by the way, we're considering going into the New Testament. We have been six years in the Old Testament. Had Lori look that up? <laughs> six years. It's time we got over to the New Testament for a while. We we will probably go to the Gospels. So we'll we'll let the Lord confirm that. But let's pray. Father God, we thank you for the life of David. Always oh, see David and his many sins, his many shortcomings, but he had a heart, Lord, that was after you. And may that be said of us that we have a heart that is after our Lord and God, that we have a heart that is drawn to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray that as we go about our daily lives, that we would be that good witness of you, that people would see in us a little bit of you, Jesus. We thank you for examples like David. David was not perfect. David had his flaws, his faults. He sinned. But he had a heart that would come clean before you. And he would write beautiful psalms about your grace and your goodness. And he would seek you out in true repentance. May that be said of us. May we just have a heart that's after you, Lord. And thank you for a allowing us to be called a Christian, a follower of Christ. We thank you for that honor and that privilege. And we pray and just give you thanks. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.